goes back to one of the things you pointed on early. If you don't have a plan, guess what? You don't know what your priorities are. Mm -hmm. And when you don't know what your priorities are, like everything looks like an opportunity. And when you don't know what your priorities are, you don't have clarity. And when we don't have clarity, our stress goes through the roof. The fundamentals, if you think about it, the fundamentals are the fuel behind the tactics. Okay. So if you think of marketing tactics like a car, if you're jump, just jumping into the tactics without the fundamentals behind it, you have a car and you have new fuel. Then let's have some fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining today. We've got Tim Fitzpatrick on the call today. He is the president of Rialto Marketing. I am so excited about this topic because so many businesses out there are trying to rebound. They're trying to grow. They're trying to expand their revenue in today's market. Today, we've got the perfect guest to talk through all those things. Tim, tell us a little bit about you and why they should listen today. Thanks for having me, Dustin. I'm uh, excited to be here and dig into this. Uh, why should they listen today? Um, because we're going to talk about marketing, which I'm biased, but <laughs> without marketing, bringing in leads and new customers, you can have the best product or service in the world and none of it freaking matters. There are so many people that go out of business because they can't market. Mm -hmm. So critically important. The other thing is it is so, I see so many people battling information overload with marketing. There's so many different channels, so many different tactics. How do you like sort through all that information overload to really figure out where you need to focus and what we're going to talk about is going to help them simplify marketing so that they they do not overcomplicate it and they can move forward with confidence. I love that. You know, definitely moving forward with confidence is a key topic, especially in today. The past couple of years have just been, I think, turmoil. And I, I, I got a, a friend has a quote there and it's, you know, you know anxiety, excuse me, uncertainty breeds anxiety. And I feel like there's a lot of business owners out there today that are just anxious. So having that confidence in how they're supposed to move forward. So before we do move forward, I do have a quick question for you, Rialto. And number one, how'd you get, because when I think Rialto, I think of a town in, in Southern California, or I think, you know, a province <laughs> in uh, Venice, Italy, where'd Rialto come from? Okay. So you, your second point is right on. So Rialto marketing, I came up with the name for two reasons. One, my wife and I started our honeymoon in Venice Awesome. and the Rialto bridge is a bridge in Venice. Okay. The second reason I used a bridge mm -hmm. was because the way I look at marketing is very similar to bridges. They both help people get from where they currently are to where they want to be. Right. So the reason is twofold. You got it. Awesome. <laughs> well, hey, it wasn't even a bump set spike. That was awesome. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, going to back, one of the reasons that you kind of brought up there at the beginning was really, you know, businesses today are really looking for, you know, how do you drive the business forward? And so, you know, having that bridge analogy, that, that's a perfect one. Um, you know, how are businesses today and what are they doing wrong as far as bridging the gap between where they are and how to market their services to the public? Boy, D Dustin, there's, there's a lot of mistakes that we can make. It's very easy to make mistakes, especially when it comes to marketing. But in my realm of marketing, the biggest mistake I see people making is they're, they're either skipping or something is misaligned with the fundamentals. Okay. If you think about the fundamentals in any discipline, they're immutable. Like they do not change. Mm. The fundamentals of standing up and hitting a fastball 
are the same today as they were 50 years ago, and they're not going to change 50 years from now. Any discipline, it's the exact same thing, and marketing is no different. The fundamentals lay the foundation for you to build the rest of your house from. Mm. You know, there's a quote from Michael Jordan, and he said, get the fundamentals down, and the level of everything you do will rise. Like professionals make stuff look easy because the fundamentals, like they don't even think about it. It is like, they just do it, but that doesn't happen naturally. They practice it over and over and over and over again. The fundamentals in marketing are the same thing. You have to have them in place. If you don't understand your target market and who your ideal clients are within that market, you're going to have a problem because everything from marketing starts there. If you don't know what you're going to say to those people to gain their attention and their interest, Mm. you're going to be putting stuff out there and it's not going to work. And if you don't have a plan of how you're going to get that message in front of those people, goes back to one of the things you pointed on early. If you don't have a plan, guess what? You don't know what your priorities are. Mm -hmm. And when you don't know what your priorities are, like everything looks like an opportunity. And when you don't know what your priorities are, you don't have clarity. And when we don't have clarity, our stress goes through the roof. The fundamentals, if you think about it, the fundamentals are the fuel behind the tactics. Okay. So if you think of marketing tactics like a car, if you're jump, just jumping into the tactics without the fundamentals behind it, you have a car and you have new fuel. <laughs> you're not going to go very far. You might be able to push it down the street, but at some point you're just going to stop and be like, oh my God, I don't have any more energy to do right. this. Yeah. That's why the fundamentals are so, so important. You know, I mean, I, I go back to really two books. I mean, Malcolm Gladwell, I think it was in Blink where he said, you know, 10,000 hours of repetitive, you know, consistent, you know, uh, work is really how people refine. That's when they become experts, so to speak. Uh, but the, the other thing I had a question that, you know, a book called Art and Fear, um, where they really bring up the question of quality versus quantity. You know, when you start looking at uh, maybe just in the marketing space, and let's say I'm a new marketing agency or whatever. I mean, how much time should I be focused on really driving that perfect pitch, that perfect marketing slick versus I need to, to pump out quantity? I mean, what, where do you find that kind of gap? Use the bridge analogy. Where's the perfect fit for that bridge to fit? Yeah. So this is a really good question because here's the thing. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. So we, we need to take action. Um, I don't care what you're doing from a marketing standpoint. We can base things off of frameworks, systems that we know have worked in the past, Mm -hmm. but things are constantly evolving. They're constantly changing. Marketing is about testing. It's about testing, knowing what you're going to measure so that you can determine whether what you're doing is working or not, and then making course corrections along the way. So, we need to take action. If we don't take action, we're never going to have the data we need to learn from it and make those course corrections. So I tell people this all the the time from a planning standpoint, there is no perfect plan. Like you're better off, far better off taking imperfect action and learning from it. You will be so much further down the road. Now, does that mean that you should put out garbage? No. Um, Especially like a lot of our customers are, are in the B2B service based business space. So they're they're experts, coaches, consultants, professional service people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're putting out content to build that credibility and authority. We're putting all the information we're putting out there is to help build that credibility and authority so that people get to know, like, and trust us. If it's crap, 
then it's not going to build that trust, right? But none of us are great in the beginning. So we have to start. So, you know, Tim, I think you brought up a good point there. I mean, especially depending on the business you're selling to. I mean, if your client is a B2B, they themselves need to be those experts. That means you need to be the expert in how to attract and sell that, that you know, your client's product or service. I mean, so when I'm looking at a business, I mean, what do you feel like is really holding them back? Like I said, you have to put out content. You have to become that that thought leader. I mean, when I look at the business, generically speaking, across the market, I mean, where are they getting things wrong? Is it the material doesn't click with their clients? Does it not provide the, the thought leadership? I mean, if we had to kind of boil this down to, to where they fell, is there one spot that really stands out? There isn't necessarily one spot because it everybody's in a slightly different situation. Hmm. But think about it like this. Most of the time with marketing, if it is not working, it's usually either a target market issue, okay. it is a messaging issue, or it's an offer issue. Like the offer is not right. Usually it's going to come back to one of those three things. So that's why the fundamentals, again, are so important because if if you're just, most people, when they look at target market, they're like, well, any small business, right? Or anybody in, you know, in Highlands Ranch, Colorado is a good person for me to talk to. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, no, not really. Right. And most of us have made that mistake where we get in and it's like, I'm, I just started my business. It's like, okay, great. You, you have the money to pay me. You have a heartbeat. Uh, let's go. This is great. And what we find out is not all those people are good clients for us. Mm. So when we look at our market, if we're going to serve small business owners, not every small business owner is a great fit for us. Right. Mm -hmm. We need to hone in on what attributes about those small business owners make them ideal clients for us. And we need to start there. Now, do you, um, do you feel like, you know, I mean, so I have a new product, new service, whatever that is. Um, do you feel like that's, I mean, it sounds like that's really what it comes back to is I'm trying to market my product, my service to the whole world, the whole country versus let's find a niche. And I think that law goes back to strategy. So now when you're working with yeah. your clients, I mean, I mean, how do you help them strategize? And, and I guess, are you able to have those hard conversations? Like, no, your market's not designed for a soccer mom in Ohio, let's focus here in Colorado first. I mean, how do you have those conversations around building that strategy? for? Yeah, the so one, it's about just asking the right types of questions. Yeah. You know, are you working with clients that you enjoy working with? Mm. Are all the clients you work with profitable? Are you making good money on the clients that you work with? And are you getting good results for them? Mm. If you're not... All of those questions pinpoint on potential target market issues. Okay. Like if you're, and that's what we always start, the best place to start to hone in on who your ideal clients are is to look at your existing and your past customer base, mm. right? You've been in business for a while. You, you've been selling stuff. Look at your existing and past customer base and ask yourself these three questions. I call them the three power questions. Who do we love working with? Okay. Like why work with people that make you want to bang your head against a wall? Like if, if you started a business and you're working with people you don't enjoy, then that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Two, who are our most profitable clients? It's okay to make money. Mm -hmm. If we're going to stay in business, we need to make money, right? So we're actually doing our clients and our audience a disservice if we're not making money. Okay. And who do we get great results for? 
if we work with people that we get great results for day in, day out, they're going to stay with us. They're going to want to do more work with us and they're going to naturally refer us. So when you ask yourself those three questions, you end up with a subgroup of current and past customers that you answered yes to every single one of those questions. It is that subgroup that you start to dig a little bit deeper to see if there's more commonalities. So that was, was, who do we love working with? Uh, Who are our most profitable clients? And then who do we get great results for? So those are the three keys, right? So now, do you feel like, um, I mean, because number one, if I keep focused on outreach, if I keep focused on those outbound sales, I don't want to neglect my current client base. And then going back to that second point, you said, you know, who are most profitable clients? Do you feel like businesses today are neglecting a huge revenue resource, which is upselling, going back to their current clients and bolstering that, that type of revenue? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it is far cheaper to do more business mm-hmm. or upsell your existing customer base than it is to generate a new lead. They know you and they love you and they like you already. So yeah, they already know, like, and trust you, you know? So if you can mine, for lack of a better term, mine your existing customer base to make sure that you have taken advantage of all those opportunities, that's a very simple place to start. That's low hanging fruit for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So one of the things a lot of people ask with marketing is like, where I need to generate leads now. Like, how do I do that? And well, your existing customer base is a great place to start. Mm. The other great place to start is what's already working. Mm. There's some tactic in your business that is already working. Most people have not fully optimized that. So before you jump in and start a podcast or, you know, start shooting YouTube videos, if referrals or strategic partners, or whatever it may be, is your best lead gen source, you should break down what you're doing in that process okay. and look at, is can we do more of these steps to get better results? Mm-hmm. Or are there gaps we need to fill so that we can get better results? Take care of that first, then you can start to expand. But those are two places where there's very low-hanging marketing fruit. Now, I agree. I, I, I feel like there's, there's so much, you know, that that frankly businesses kind of lose out on because they're not going back. I mean, yes, they're making sure that the the client they're they're happy and you know service issues, whatever. Um, I feel like that's always been one of the spots that businesses just frankly kind of kind of miss. So when it goes back to you know really building that strategy, and and I, and I look, so you you had this. Um, I listened to one of your earlier podcasts that you have there where you're on there, and I absolutely loved it. But um, you kind of gave some credit to to Donald Miller, um, and. For those who don't know, if you can, I mean, walk me through kind of how you help businesses format, especially around that story branding. Yeah. So when we talk, uh, and Donald Miller is the gentleman that founded, he founded StoryBrand, mm-hmm. which uh, is the, it's, that's the marketing messaging framework that we use. We use a slightly modified version of it. And StoryBrand certainly, I mean, they did a great job packaging and presenting it. Um, But it's really based off of the hero's journey, which is a very common storytelling framework. This has been around (laughs) for a long time. So they certainly did not invent it, but they did a great job presenting it in such a way that it made sense to a lot of people. And so when, look, why do we use storytelling 
to create marketing messaging. There's a few different reasons. Mm. One of the, there's two main issues or problems that most businesses make when selling our products and services. One is they, they make it difficult for people to understand what their offer is. They make it difficult for people to understand what they do. And the second thing is their messaging fails to focus on how they're going to help the customer survive and thrive. Okay. Like our customers don't care about us. Too many people talk about themselves and and the customers are like, who cares? (laughs) Like, how can you help me? How can you help me solve the problem that I have Mm -hmm. and don't want or how and or how can you help me get this result that I want and don't have? Our messaging needs to focus on that. And when you use storytelling, it helps you eliminate those two big problems that people have when selling their products and services. That's why I love it so much. Sure. But what you're doing when you use the storytelling framework is we're inviting your prospects and your customers into a story where they are the hero and your business is the guide. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Most heroes, man, they're Dustin, they are lost. Like Luke Skywalker's like, oh my God, I want to become a, a freaking Jedi and I have no idea what the hell to do. <laughs> and Yoda's like, uh, Luke, I know exactly what you need to do, man. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm a Jedi. I was, I've been in your shoes. These are the steps you need to take. Guides in the story have credibility, authority. They have empathy because they know what it's like to be in the hero's shoes, Mm -hmm. which is why you want your business to be positioned as the guide. The guide has a plan. The guide knows exactly what the hero needs to do to solve their problem. So that's why it's so powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, Dustin here. We covered a lot today. The power of the fundamentals, Tim's three power questions, the hero's journey, and so much more. But the party ain't over yet. Click the video up there in the top right for the second part of my talk with Tim. We're going to expand on this hero's journey, and Tim's going to get a little tactical with some marketing best practices. You're not going to want to miss it.